Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. Hello, and uh, I'm interviewing today with uh, a couple of people from the local Parkinson's UK branch, which is the Woking and District branch of Parkinson's UK. Uh, and I have Jeff Painter, who's on the committee there, and also Sue Randall, who's the chair. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Nigel. Right, now this uh, week, Parkinson's Awareness Week, and in particular, uh, there's something on that, the 11th of April, which is World Parkinson's Awareness Day? Correct. So, in terms of awareness of Parkinson's, um, what are the symptoms of Parkinson's? I've got Parkinson's, had it for seven years, and my symptoms are basically tremor and stiffness of joints. But I consider myself lucky because I was 78 when I was diagnosed. Normally, it's around about 60. I've had it for seven years. I'm now coming out for 85. And I I lead a full and active life. So what age can Parkinson's uh, become apparent? Well, you read in Parkinson's literature, young people of 29, that sort of age, which must be terribly debilitating to be diagnosed at 29. But normally it's, it's around about 60. So, I mean, like yourself, I've got uh, uh, some tremors that have kept under control mostly by medication. But is everyone's symptoms the same? Are they typical? No. Parkinson's is an individual uh, ailment, and no two people are the same. That's also true for medication. If you had a group of six or eight people in here now and you ask them what medication they take, then invariably it's different. And that seems to be to do with the consultants who follow their own special choice of medication. So is uh, Parkinson's curable? No. So what sort of um, uh, disease is it? It's a neurological disease that's been... They've been looking for a cure now for 50 years, but they haven't achieved it, Um, which is very sad. When you think of people like Michael J. Fox, the American actor, has Parkinson's, and he had it when he was about 43, um, it's worrying that with all that money and... assets that he has but they haven't come up with a cure yet well we can add Muhammad Ali and uh, uh, Neil Diamond and uh, yes. who was it uh, last week, another one came out last week it was Billy Connolly, Billy Connolly mm. uh, Dave Jensen yes. there's a lot of it about you know in fact uh, I gather from looking at the Parkinson's UK website that uh, every hour another two people in the UK are told they have Parkinson's that's right, well there's a million people in Europe who have Parkinson's and the Parkinson's Management Committee, a European based organisation covering five countries suggests that by 2030 there will be two million people in Europe with the disease. Wow and I think at the moment in the UK they reckon it's something in the order of 145,000, 150,000 Yes, they say that I've always... I thought it's 127,000, but I agree the latest figure is about 140,000, 145,000. So do you just get Parkinson's and it stays at that level all, all the rest of your life? Or? No, 
uh, interesting you should ask that question. Uh, when I saw my consultant on Monday, I said to him, I, I imagined I'd had some respite in my Parkinson's. He said, no, you haven't. Your, your Parkinson's will get worse and worse each, each year and probably go in 10-year periods. Oh, right, OK, so there's hope for me yet. Uh, so, you, in terms of treatment, you mentioned pills as, as treatment. Are there sort of various levels of pills you can have? Well, yes. Um, I take Madapar three times a day at 7 o'clock, uh, four, 7 o'clock, 11 o'clock and 4 o'clock, and Mirapexin I take... Seven o'clock in the morning, so I'm lucky. There's a lot of people in our group who take no end. Of, my friend Sue's husband takes how many? Twenty-eight pills. And mind you, he's got diabetes, but he takes twenty-eight pills a oh. day. Gosh, there by the grace of God. Uh, you apart from pills, what sort of uh, treatment or what should you do to try and stave off? Well, this brings us on to the, our local group. We have exercise on a fortnightly on a Wednesday with a, a ballet ex ballet dancer. Very important to keep moving. We ha- have exercise at the, the Weybridge Centre where a small group of us go every Thursday, and we have. We we have pastoral care at the local group. We look after our people and take them on outings because it's terribly. You, you can imagine somebody in a wheelchair. I can, I'm thinking of a lady now in a wheelchair, bent bent over double. It's very difficult for them to have outings. We take them on outings to the coast. We went recently to the gin factory. At, Oh, we church. Right. Do you bring them back again, or? Yeah. <laughs> we, we and we we take them by coach, so we need to get the money to for to subsidise. And, and something coach. I haven't been to yet, but one of these Tuesdays in in a month I will. Is I think you go to a pub at least once a month. Yes, the cricketers at Horsell. We have between twenty five and forty five people there, and. It's a pleasure. Uh, we're running an, another trip to Brighton Palace Pier. It's called our mystery trip. And we've already got 39 people in there, six or eight of them with wheelchairs. So what's the mystery, or, or can't you tell me? Well, the mystery is exactly where they're going. They know they're going to the coast, but one likes to add a certain... Frisson of excitement. Yes, you took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> So uh, I think there's one other level of um, treatment, and that's, I've heard about brain operations. DBS. DBS. That sounds pretty uh, major. It is, um, and you have to actually do um, a lot of tests to make sure you're acceptable. Um, We have a couple of people we know that's had it. It's been terrifically expensive. It's expensive, but has been very, very successful total different life some of them haven't been able to walk and then they can walk that is incredible training. it is and this is due to uh, dopamine not being produced by the brain or that's something. correct it is the dopamine that's what's in the madapar and what you're taking so how, how um, is the research going into all of this well uh, the research is funny 
I've got a, Saga magazine here. Came out this month. It's got Peter Dexter, the, uh, who works for Parkinson's, who's the chief research officer. And he said, uh, scientists are hunting for clues as to what causes alpha-sucleanine to build up in the brain. As Professor Dexter explains, we suspect an accumulation of iron in the brain could be a culprit. Iron is a Jekyll and Hyde element in that while too little can cause health problems, too much can lead to the release of toxic chemicals that attack cells and cause proteins to come together. I, I read something yesterday about uh, calcium being a potential problem on the same basis, but it also cautioned against changing your diet at this moment in time. Mm. And all of this is uh, costly, of course. And uh, right. So do you have... Where does the money come from for research in your local branch, well, Sue? Uh, well, we do a lot of fundraising. We um, do. We've got a charity golf day coming up in May, and we're still open for some more players. How should they get in contact with you on that? Uh, yes, you can ring on me, which is o double seven double six nine o two one two nine, or you can ring Jeffrey on. O one four eight three seven two four one zero one. So for that event, it's going to be at Hersham Golf Club. It's um, groups of four. Bacon uh, uh, roll in the morning. Play your eighteen holes, and then there's uh, was it ham egg and chips for afterwards. Then we hope to run a raffle and auction um, some prizes. So we are open for anybody that's willing to come and support us. We'd love it. Um, the other forms are we do internal raffles. Um, we have been very, very fortunate and we are very, very grateful to Oaking Borough Council, the co-op and Friends of Weybridge Hospital that have very, very kindly given us some lovely amount of money so that we can subsidise all our exercise classes and we cannot thank them enough for that. That's right. And uh, I think if people want to find out more about Parkinson's in general, then the parkinson's main website is a good place isn't it that's correct so in doesn't matter which area you're in if you actually go onto their website it will link you to your nearest branch and that's parkinson's.org.uk that's correct and just say that with woking um uh, with our branch uh, we have two very very good advisors we as a committee um we're either people with parkinson's the carers or who have past carers so we're there for the people to come and talk to help befriend and do what we can anything that's more um advisory we will actually put you in contact with the correct people said we 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 don't deal with that we're just the friendship trying to get you in but what i will say is when you are diagnosed with parkinson's it's a shock you're worried you don't know if you if you don't know about parkinson's as we said the first thing sometimes is am i going to die from it which we said you don't so you need to take a little bit of time. We actually have produced a folder with lots of documents in, uh, which we can send to you. Read it as and when you want to. And when you're ready, contact us. Yeah. And we feel, like you're saying, the going to the pub on a Tuesday where you're in a very open environment is quite a nice place to come and see us, have a talk. If we suit you, please continue to come. If not, wait till a day when you do want to come. That's We're great. a lovely branch. And uh, whilst we've been focusing this afternoon on the Woking and Weybridge branch, uh, there are other branches in Surrey, for instance, Sutton, Kingston and Epsom branch. 
And Guildford and South Surrey branch. There is. And there are probably a few more that I haven't found yet. Yep. But uh, you just put in your postcode on the parkinsons.org.uk website, uh, and lo and behold, it'll find your local unit for you. Uh, in terms of other local activities, um, I know this one's going to Parkinson's UK itself. There's a barn dance on the 12th of May um, at the Tithe Barn in Bookham, and uh, Carolyn Nichols is the person doing that. There's live band, fish and chips, veg options, and pudding two for 1250-07710-019-573. Can I just say also, for our awareness... A small group of our members are actually going to a local school to make the children aware of Parkinson's, which we've been doing for quite a few years. And it's lovely how they interact. And the children are absolutely lovely with the members. Oh, that's great. And I, I downloaded a, a brochure on uh, telling your children uh, about Parkinson's, which I've given to my children for their grandchildren. So it all follows through. We also run a singing group. We don't call it a choir because it puts people off, but it releases the, the facial muscles. So in other words, in, in, in addition to giving people joy from music, it releases facial muscles and helps to delay, because you don't smile as much when you've got Parkinson's, helps to delay that situation. No, people keep telling me to cheer up. Life. Right, okay, well, uh, in summary, um, Parkinson's affects about 145,000 people in the UK, an extra two joining those every hour. More details from parkinsons.org.uk on 0808 800 0303. And uh, thank you to Jeff and Sue for coming along today. Much appreciated. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters if you've enjoyed this podcast why not keep up to date with the sound of surrey by listening live at brooklandsradio.co.uk or through our free mobile app